I will be honest. I have sat here so many times over the last two and a half years working on this business thinking, oh gosh, who am I to even go for this dream? I am a mother. I'm so busy. I have so much to do at home. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I even trying? This is so hard. It's so crazy. And yeah, that's true. That's real. That's what I constantly struggle with. And it's just, you know, that constant battle of trying to figure it all out. But if you have ever sat there and you've thought, I just want to dream bigger too. I want to see where life takes me. It doesn't have to be a business move, maybe just something in your life you've just been dreaming about, but you think, nope, I'm in the busy years. This cannot work. I want you to rethink everything. I want you to sit down and just listen to this episode for the next half hour. You're going to love my next guest, Michelle Hagen. She's going to make you leave thinking, yeah, I can totally do this. I can go for it. Michelle is married to her high school sweetheart and lives in Omaha, Nebraska with their two boys. She is a sales and profitability strategist teaching business owners, especially young mom entrepreneurs, to sell with authenticity and passion. Michelle is the host of the Busy Years podcast, where she wants to help women dream bigger in the middle of motherhood and life. If all of that has you pretty excited to see where this goes, then grab your running shoes or your cup of coffee and come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my wife who once made me drive 75 miles to a wedding on the wrong weekend, Jennifer Zumbiel. In a recent survey for Together Families, I asked, what does Together solve for you? One of our families said, It solves the problem of missing opportunities to have quality conversation in our busiest seasons of life. Together is a tool to support us in having good talks and being intentional. It helps us establish the habit and keep it going in all areas of our lives. It's no secret that we live in a world that distracts us from all kinds of strong face-to-face communication. It does not encourage the family to grow strong. It does not encourage us to have a strong foundation. And I believe, as you do, that this is really causing a whole lot of problems in a ripple effect to all areas of our lives when our family's foundation is shaken. So thank you all for trusting together to just come into your home and help you all to build the families on the values that you care about so deeply. Hey, Michelle, I'm so excited for you to be here. Thank you for making time for this. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for what we are going to chat about today. 
I am too. All right, let's get into this. So Michelle, you are a mama of two small boys. And I want to open with something you wrote on an Instagram post back in April. You posted a picture snuggling one of your boys while he slept and you wrote, I choose to sit in this chair a little longer and rock while he sleeps. Soon I will be wishing to come back to these days. So I choose to stay. Does that mean sometimes my business waits? Yes. Does that mean I'm not maybe playing as big as I could? Yes. Will I look back and wish I would have worked more in this season? I don't think so. I think I will be proud of myself someday that I chose to move at my own pace and to honor these little years. Michelle, I can relate to this so much, and I just cheer for you for posting this. We live in a culture that celebrates victory, and victory can be defined as climbing the corporate ladder or getting tons of social media followers or making lots of money. Let's talk about the kind of victory you believe in as a working mom, because people need to hear this. Yeah. So first off, when I saw that you bring brought this post back, I had forgotten that I even wrote this, which isn't that so funny with social media that we, we create these contents and things that we hope touch people. And we forget that we even write some of the stuff. As I was reading that back that I wrote in April, it's funny because here we are today in September and I can't remember the last day I rocked Thatcher because nap time is done. Like it's over. And even if I try to rock him, he won't let me anymore. And so I think in that- That just got me, Michelle. (laughs) I know, like now I'm kind of tearing up that it's just like that post might've been one of the last times I rocked him. You know, of like, it was probably April, May because quarantine hit. And as we were in quarantine, we were losing nap time because we didn't have any energy to burn off because we had nowhere to go. And his brother was home all the time and summer was coming. And so it was natural of like, he has major FOMO. So he like doesn't want to nap because he thinks he's missing out. And even still as Turner goes to school, I've been trying to be like, how about I'll just rock you for a few minutes. And he says, no, I'll just sit in my bed and read my books. So It's one of those things that I think that as moms, we forget and we think that we have to hustle so hard and we have to keep up with the person next to us when we really have to look at what's really important to us right now and honor that. And if people are feeling like I need to take time to rock my son for a nap, and if that means that I'm losing an hour of what someone else says is their work time, that that's okay because I'm honoring what's important to me. I think that as we look at what does it mean to be successful and success We have to realize that everyone's success looks different. While someone's success might be making a certain dollar amount, my success might mean that I'm just continuing to build something while I'm primarily being home with my kids. Throughout quarantine, it was kind of different because I thought with my husband home, I would get to work a lot more and that didn't necessarily happen. It was actually harder to work with him home, but now he is transitioning back to working, having to go into the office, which then just changes a lot of things. And I'm, everything falls back onto me of being the primary caregiver of school pickup and drop off. And so it's just helping me realize that 
my success for me is not in a dollar amount. My success for me is just creating content in this season that connects with other moms. And I think that as business owners and people who are building a businesses, or if you're starting a business, that one of the most important things you can do is define what success looks like to you and be okay in that. Michelle, I, if our listeners could see us, we were both over here getting teary eyed about that. And I I think though it's a good real moment for people to hear because, you know, you're building a business, I'm building a business, but there's listeners out here who don't have a business, but we're talking about success in anything we do, whatever that thing is you're reaching for right now in your family, in your life, whatever you're doing. You said it's important to know what is important to us now and honor that. And in those moments, rocking that baby boy was so important to you. And here you are. I mean, that was a fleeting time. It mm-hmm. it passed so quickly. And like you said, you had even forgotten. But how grateful are you that you you know that you did not waste those moments? In episode nine, I talk about family decisions. And I always say one thing that helps me is what's going to leave me with the least amount of regret and go with that because sometimes it doesn't seem like there's going to be a concrete answer. And so I feel like when we are striving towards something as moms who are in charge of these little lives, but we want something for ourselves, we have to always keep that in our forefront is, you know, motherhood is about sacrifice. And it doesn't mean we give up on our dreams, but maybe we have to pull back and do something else in this moment because we don't want to look back and regret it. I mean, what if you had worked Mm -hmm. your butt off in quarantine because you saw some opportunity, but you missed out on those sweet moments that are now forever gone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is, it's interesting because I did work really hard in quarantine, but also at the beginning, I realized I needed to pull back and just not hustle as to where some people felt that they had to, and they thrived in that and that's okay. And even I, you mentioned how some people don't have a business that are listeners. And I, it made me kind of think back to, I was a stay at home mom with no business and I was just a stay at home mom. And one thing I think that's important, even in that is realizing what is success in my day to day as a mom, literally just being home is success being that my house is completely clean or does that completely stress you out? Because I, even though I was a stay at home mom, my husband, there'd be days where they come home. He's like, what did you do today? And you're like, you have no clue, but that, you know, like knowing that, no, that I don't know, nothing's clean, but I don't really know. But the kids decided that they wanted to go to the zoo after preschool. So we picked up and went to the zoo, which meant that I left it like a tornado and I don't care. Um, and I think that even in then that's where people can think of what does success just mean in my day today is success, like getting a one load of laundry done is the success actually just getting up and showering and that's okay. It is absolutely okay. And we need to celebrate those victories and don't you know, downplay that or make that feel insignificant because you're scrolling through social media and someone did something what the world would call huge while you remember to turn on the crock pot. <laughs> because and in some days I would call that huge. For, it is. You know, if you're in the little years. <laughs> 
with a baby. It really is. But you know, this leads into our next question really is our listeners range, like we said, from working moms to stay at home moms to work at home moms, mompreneurs, moms with big dreams, and everyone in between. You chose to leave your full-time job to be at home and raise your babies. I did as well. Tell us about your journey to knowing you were being called to start your own business and to share what you would say uh, were the greatest factors that gave you the confidence to know you could do it from home, but still be a mom first. So I think for this question, we have to kind of back up and say why I chose to stay home with the boys. I was not I always sat at my desk and thought to myself, there has to be more to life than this. Because at this time I was kind of, I was like an office manager, but the jack of all trades. I coached reps of like how on their sales and I did all these other things. Yet there were days I sat at my desk and I thought to myself, why am I even doing this? I'm missing so much with my oldest son was at daycare at the time. And I was pregnant after I had Thatcher who is my youngest, I developed really bad postpartum depression and anxiety. I had so much anxiety about going back to work and leaving him. And why am I even trying to put them both in daycare when I don't even really want to go back to sitting at a desk? And one day I was praying about it and like brushing my teeth, which is like so funny. I'm just standing there brushing my teeth and saying like, God, I I need you to tell me what I don't know what to do. Am I supposed to go back to work? And I just clearly heard you're going to stay home. And so I told my husband that day, I was like, I'm staying home. I don't really know. God said he's going to provide and we'll figure it out. Because at that time we thought there's no way we could completely cut my income because um, we were, my husband and I were making equal, you know, one of us, he wasn't the primary person paying all the bills. We needed both of our income or we thought we did until we pulled it back and realized I still did some part-time insurance work on the side, but God provided in times where we were like, okay, it'll just be three months. I'm going to stay home and then I'll find something else or in six months. And I just kept hearing God say, not yet, just wait, not yet. And I had jobs come that on the outside looked like, why would I not take that job? And I would be making so much money. And I just kept hearing God say like, not yet. It's not your time yet. And I kept looking, trying to like find this hole being like, God, you're not providing. You told me something was going to come. What am I going to start? I know I'm going to do something. And I finally just heard God say, it's time to start running. I'm going to bring it to you. And so a course came and it felt right. And so I, I took a business course um, that was online and got mentored by some amazing people, met amazing business friends. And even through this course, it still wasn't clear exactly what I was going to do. But this feeling on my heart kept being just to serve other moms. And so I've just continued. I always sometimes in business or as we're starting our business, we look at it and we're like, gosh, is this even right? Or I feel like I'm creating something and it's not going anywhere. But for me, I always go back to being like, okay, is this the path I'm supposed to be on? Does it feel right? And I just keep moving forward in that. So having the confidence, I think also came from just knowing that as long as I'm doing something in this season, like we talked about success. And for me, it wasn't making a dollar amount. It was just serving. I just 
used the strengths that I knew that I already possessed and just kept serving and putting things out there that I felt would help other moms because I knew that that's what I needed. And if there's someone thinking about starting a business and you're thinking, gosh, should I be doing this? I really don't even know if I'm worthy of doing it. I think it's important just to remember that there's something in you that someone else needs you to share. And even if that helps one or two people, then the purpose of you sharing it was fulfilled. I'm happy that you're bringing this part of the conversation here because I think that we need more moms standing up and saying that even you you said it's not time yet. You just kept feeling like you heard the Lord say, it's not time, just, just have faith, but you're not ready. And then when you were, you knew that you were just being called to serve and whatever that looked like, you would go. And isn't that our journey as moms? Mm-hmm. We need to look at that. Like we are building our families within our homes and, and who cares what the timing of everything out there might say. You know your family the best and everything comes in, in its own time. There's a book that I always read to my children. It's called Leo the Late Bloomer, and it's about a little tiger, and it's really sweet. And the dad gets nervous that all the other little animals are blooming, and they can color and draw and jump and do all these things. But Leo can't, and his mom says, all in good time. He's just a late bloomer. It's okay. And you know what happens by the end. Leo blooms. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's such a a good metaphor for our lives as moms. Sometimes we think whether it's watching our children or watching ourselves achieve something that it's not about everything out there. We have to look at it as our own unique journey. And, you know, even Jesus, he wasn't, he didn't step out in public ministry till he was over 30. So Mm -hmm. what was going on before that? Well, God was preparing him. So Mm -hmm. we need to know that too. For me, I will say I always get conflicted in building this business sometimes because I always think I never want to build other people's families at the expense of my own. Mm -hmm. So I will serve and serve, but I I can't quit serving my own family. And it's, it's a mind game sometimes, you know, it's an internal battle when you are building a business at home because, because you're pulled and, you know, our entrepreneurial mom brains here don't shut off. We're always thinking Mm -hmm. of, Ooh, I could do that for my business and I could do that. And here's the creative side, but we do have to turn those off sometimes. Yeah. I think it's important also, like you had mentioned how, Jesus didn't start his ministry till he was after 30 and how many, there are so many people that I don't know why 30 is this magic number that women put in their head, or if it's something that the media does to us that we think by 30, you have to have all these things made. And if you haven't arrived and done all these things then you're not going to arrive and how untrue that is. And, and even seeing so many women who don't have kids and they're building 
their business because I have a whole circle of these mid to late 20s friends as well and and they're all saying like well I have to do all these things before I have kids I'm like well if you just keep saying you have to do all these things before you have kids you'll never have kids so you have to like do all these things and just live your life of what is coming and what feels right because whether it's kids whether it's business whatever it is you are never going to be ready just like even if you think back Jesus his ministry was literally only two to three years before he died and that the impact that he had on the world in two to three years. And so just to remind people that it's like, you don't have to be some somebody or be in some industry or think that, well, I, I don't have all this experience doing this as long as you're being called to it. And you know that it's going to serve someone to step out and do it. The reason he started his ministry was because Mary was at the wedding and said, do what you need to do. And, and she, yep. his mama said, yes, <laughs> yes. you will. I've been watching you and here you go. Yeah. It is October, which means we are talking about Advent over here. Yeah, I know your kids don't have Halloween costumes yet. Either do mine and we better jump on that pretty quickly. But if you are already preparing for the season and you know it's going to be a busy one, slow down with an advent calendar that really makes you do that but in a way that connects you around what really matters meaningful words of course and it just provides your family with such a unique way to grow together during the busiest time of the year i took time to ask michelle a bonus question and this follows the december 1st verse that says the angel gabriel was sent from god to the virgin mary and said Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. This is from Luke chapter 1, verse 28, and here's the question. Discuss a time where someone chose you for a role for which you may not have chosen yourself. How did you feel? One thing that like st- stood out to me when I thought about this was when I was in MOPS, and I had just joined MOPS, it was my first year, and at the end of my first year, the leaders came to me and said, hey, we think that next year you could be a table leader. Would you be open to praying on that and thinking about that for next year? And in my mind, I had never even thought about that or it wasn't on my radar, but then to realize that someone else saw that inside me and saw that I had the skills to do that, like it gave you like the warm fuzzies to know, oh, someone else has seen something inside of me that I haven't seen in myself. So I'm guessing you became that table leader. Yeah. Isn't that cool when someone chooses you and it builds up your confidence and it helps you to see, hey, I could maybe take on this role in this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And it just kind of helps you realize the strengths that we forget that we have sometimes. Well said. All right, let's go on to the next question here. As we know, you are a business coach and the host of the Busy Years podcast, which I love that name, by the way. I think it's brilliant. You have interviewed a lot of mamas trying to build businesses and chase their dreams during the quote unquote busy years. Will you please share with anyone out there who may have a dream but feels scared to go for it or someone that wonders how they could even be qualified exactly why you believe they can do it now in these busy years and they don't have to put their dreams on hold. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it also becomes, if not now, then when, or will it be ever? Because so often 
even as moms, we think to ourselves, well, I'll start when my kids all go to school. I'll start when my kids are a certain age. And it's been interesting as I've talked to friends that are a few steps ahead of me in motherhood. We all think, oh, I'll start when my kids go to school. And which comes from the name of my podcast. I hear them say, but I'm busier than I ever was. I thought that when my kids went to school that I would have way more time and I'd be able to do all these things, but it just shifts that we are always constantly busy. So even if you try to say, I'm going to wait till I have more time, you are never going to have more time because what we think is more time gets filled with something else. Yes, when our kids go to school, we have those hours when they're at school. And even I'm starting to feel that a little bit now with my oldness is in kindergarten. So he goes to school all day and I do have a few hours. So when they're both in school, that I get to fill those hours with things that I want, but at the same time, things always come up or you have to do things for school. And so I think it's really important just to remember that you can say, I'll do it when, I'll do it when, but then you get there and you're going to say, I wish I would have, because how many of us, even as, as moms, everyone that I know that is a mompreneur says, I wish I would have started before I had kids. I wish I would have started or I wish I would have started this sooner. It's just, I think, important to know that if you are like really feeling the pull and if it keeps coming up over and over, it's for a reason and you're just not listening to what you're being called to do. And I think that that is really important because so often we'll, we'll have things that come up and we feel called to do them and we think I'm not qualified to do that or no, I'll do that later. Well, it keeps coming up because you are qualified to do that and to share that or create that product that keeps coming up into your head because it's needed in the world. So I think that when it comes to like chasing our dreams, you just have to decide like, I'm going to take a step forward. And even if it means I'm not running and I'm just taking small steps or just sharing on social media, my story and my heart, you're taking steps towards that dream. And I think we have to really, really take to heart. Don't give up your identity in who you are or who you think you're called to be because you also carry the identity of mom. Mm -hmm. Because the busy years, like you said, hey, they're not going away. They're yeah. only getting busier. And which is the whole reason I even created the Together Products to start was because I saw our family heading down that road. And I, I just wanted something to help combat it because it wasn't going away. We see these dreams, but we think there's no way I can do it. And we do keep putting it, pushing it aside. So tell me something, Michelle, what what do you think gave you the most confidence? Because you had, you took a leap of faith. You told us your journey about staying home with the kids, but it's a scary thing to just go out on your own and try something and put yourself out there and make that first social media post that says, Hey, guess what I'm doing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Even if our listener's dream has nothing to do with starting a business or announcing something to the world, what would you say was the greatest factor in giving you confidence that you knew you could do it? Was it a person? Was it a, a quote you read? Was it a book you read? What was it? Well, I think I have to always start out by telling people I'm a hardcore Enneagram three. If anyone knows an Enneagram three, it means that I'm an achiever and I'm a wing four, which means I'm an individualist. For me, I'm a huge believer and I always have been even before I had kids in my insurance journey of like, well, you just jump and you find the net as you fall. 
because that's just kind of how I am. Um, I'm a huge believer in that you can't thrive until you have failure and that you're going to try things and things won't work. And so you just pivot and move forward. And I know for other people, that mindset is really hard to get over because they're afraid. Well, what if I put this out there and nobody likes it and nobody responds? And I 100% get that. And I still have those feelings. Often I tell my friends, sometimes I'm like, I feel like a monkey in a cage and everyone's just watching me. That I thought I would put something out there and it didn't go at all, but my friends are just kind of watching. They're like, yay, Michelle, that looks really good. You're doing well. But I think that when it comes to like just starting something and putting it out there, for me, it was a mindset thing of knowing that once you post it or you put it out there, yes, you can delete it, but people saw it and there's no taking it back. So I, because I'm an achiever, once I set a goal out there and know that I've said, hey, I'm starting this for example, my podcast, I just told people I was starting the podcast and it was coming around this date. And so I had to achieve that goal because I put it out there. Um, so I'm a big believer of speaking what you want to other people because it then holds you accountable. But I think it just also was something in me that I knew it was time to go. Like we talked about, it's hard because for me of who I am, when people say like, well, I don't have the confidence to just start that. Or I wish I had the confidence that you had. I think it comes to like, you just have to decide for yourself when you look in the mirror, like I'm not who I know I could potentially be. And so just deciding to take a step forward for yourself and, and serving you, because sometimes as women in our business, um, we forget that we're someone other than mom and that we need to live into who you were meant to be. While I was meant to be a mom, what I learned in those few years, I was not meant to be a 100% stay-at-home mom. That's not who God made me to be. There are women who God made them to be like that, but God made me to be a stay-at-home mom, but also be someone who's very strong in going towards my passions. You said two things there. You said you have to serve you. And I would agree. I think as moms, we have this wonderful superpower to serve everyone else first, especially mm -hmm. in our family. We need to serve ourselves. And also you said, tell somebody what you're doing to hold yourself accountable. And I think the first step is very, very difficult. But if you think of anything, like if you just say you have this dream, I'm going to start being a runner now. And I want to run a 5k, you know, by the end of whatever, the next six months, if you tell your family that you, you just spoke it out loud, it's more likely that it's going to happen because they're going to ask you, someone is counting on you to do that. Then you start talking about the kids making signs and being at the end and cheering you on. And then you get more excited about that dream because you see it's a possibility and you literally feel people cheering you on. So if we just speak it out loud, it, for anyone out there who has a dream about anything, a personal goal, a business goal, a family goal, tell your best friend, tell your sister, tell your mom, tell your husband, tell your oldest child, talk about it in the car. Creating Together, I told my kids all about it in the car probably three months before I ever told Matt because it was just easy and they weren't passing any judgment on me. 
And they were helping me come up with questions and this cool idea. And it just made my dream come alive. So you do have to share it. Michelle, I am going to ask you the last question I ask every guest. What's one thing helping your family stick together right now? I think one thing is, and as we're recording this and if people are listening back, we're coming out of quarantine right now. And so things are kind of going back to normal. But one thing I feel like that has helped our family kind of stick together through everything is we have just spent like intentional time playing games together or doing things as a family, going on hikes. I think that having that intentional time and just stopping and even being sporadic about it of, Hey mom, can we go down to like the secret? We have this path in our neighborhood. That's like the little secret hideout, but being okay. And knowing that what I'm working on right now is not important and it can wait, but spending the time as a family, like, again, going back to what we've talked about, I'll never regret saying, Oh, I stopped what I was doing to go down to the secret hideout of the neighborhood. I think that that is really helping our family stay close in this time and getting to have my husband home a little bit more and doing more things as a family has just been really important for us. That's awesome, Michelle. I hope that you continue those game nights. You should pick a, do you pick like a weekly night? Well, your kids are little and you don't have all the activities, but yeah, maybe um, as they get older, you pick a weekly night for game night. Yeah, that and we kind of started doing since school has started, it's only been a few weeks, but we've kind of implemented that Fridays will be like pizza and movie. And so they know on Fridays we get to have pizza now and it's not because, you know, before we were like, I don't know what day it is. You want pizza? Sure. Have some pizza. Um, but now they know that they get to watch a, a whole movie because they don't ever get to watch a whole movie on a school night or that we let them watch a piece of something, but they can sit down and watch a whole movie and we do that together. We love pizza and a movie night around here too. And you are so correct. Over quarantine, it was like, I don't know. What, <laughs> what do you want for dinner tonight? <laughs> Breakfast? like every night. Yes. Michelle, please tell our listeners how to connect with you, how to learn to be coached by you and where to follow you and be inspired by you daily. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I have loved having this conversation with you. Um, if people want to connect, I am on Instagram at Michelle Ann, A-N-N, Hagen, H-A-G-E-N. And you can find me on Facebook at Michelle Ann Hagen. I have a Facebook group um, that is connected with my podcast where we just kind of join in community. We do a book club in there. And then we also kind of just do some like hangouts of just, I don't know, we have a theme and we just kind of hang out in there. People would like to join or you can find the podcast is on Instagram at the busy years podcast. I would love for anyone to reach out for coaching. You can head to my website, which is michellehagan.com. There's some information or you can just reach out through Instagram and we can chat about where you're stuck in sales and your business. And I would love to help. Michelle, thank you for being here and thank you for meeting us mamas in our busy years because it's much better to journey together. Yes, I 100% agree. Together is better than alone always. Thank you so much for having me today. I wanted Michelle to join us on the podcast today because I just feel like she approaches everything that we want in our lives as moms with our goals that we want to achieve just from a place of understanding that, hey, these are the busy years. These are the ones that we don't want to look back on 
and regret for the decisions we made, and we want to enjoy every single moment. And you know, here at Together, we are all about enjoying the small moments. And one thing Michelle said that helps her in all her confidence is sometimes she just likes to jump and find the net as she falls. And I think our day-to-day building our families is sometimes the same, taking a leap in the direction that we know we are being called, and we just keep moving forward. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.